It's time to get away. And to help get you there, it's Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. From around the world to across Georgia, she covers it all. Here's the host of Travel Bags, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel Bags with Anita and Friends. So glad to have you guys here with me today. Now, I have a very, very special show because, you know, everybody wants to go to this destination, and I'm not going to leave you guys guessing. I'm just going to jump right into it because Doc Bill and I just got back from Cuba. So, Doc Bill, let's talk about Cuba today because we did so many fantastic things. We did. I mean, Cuba is a great place. It's got it's a great location, great people, great food, great music. And it's a place where apparently everybody wants to go now because the country is just starting to open up to the American tourists. Well, you're right about that. It is the hot spot. Everyone wants to go according to them before it changes. But I can tell you that it is changing fast. Now, I have someone sitting in with me today who went along with us. So this is a just got back for her too. And it's my good friend, M.A. Simonton. Now, a lot of you may know her because uh, she's been around Gainesville for a while. And actually, I have to say, M.A. was part of the inspiration for even putting this trip together. So, M.A., welcome to the show. Hi. Great to be here. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you here because Doc Bill and I are usually on the show, blah, 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 talking, talking, talking about all of the places where we've been, where we just got back from, where we want to go. So it's great to have someone in to share their perspective of a destination instead of it just us talking all the time. <laughs> so glad to have you here. Now, Doc Bill, you said everyone wants to go. Now, remember back in January when I went to the New York Times show? I do. Now, everyone there, all the tour companies, everyone was putting on a seminar about going to Cuba. And Cuba has opened up. And when I was there last year in April of 2015, going back this year, May of 2016, I can visibly see a difference in the number of American tourists who are there. Well, when I, went, I mean, it's my first perspective, but it was a lot of Americans there. We went to a restaurant, and coming out the restaurant, there was a group of 60 Americans, some from Georgia, again, going to Cuba for the first time, seeing the island, and it's incredible. You're right, and some of those uh, Americans were actually from an area that I'm from. They were from LaGrange, Georgia. It's like, oh, LaGrange is all the way over here in Cuba. But I guess they said Gainesville is too, and Gainesville was represented quite well, and especially by you, M.A. So I want to start by asking you this. Do you have any expectations or did you have any kind of visuals that you had in mind of what Cuba would be like? I had absolutely no expectations. I had always just wanted to go to Cuba because it was the unknown and the forbidden place. And um, I had heard stories about how wonderful it was in the heyday. And it was the place to go to fish and to vacation and always had wanted to go there. And my husband and I were... um, celebrating our 25th wedding anniversary and wanted a really cool place to go and do that and Cuba was the perfect destination for that. You know, you're right, too, about, you know, being that forbidden place, because I remember growing up and as a kid, you know, hearing about Cuba and it was this, you know, Bay of Pigs and, you know, the revolution and just all of these kind of strange things. And those things really kind of stuck in my memory, even as I became an adult and kind of painted the picture of how I see or how I saw Cuba. So I wanted to go and see what what is a Bay of Pigs? What does that look like? 
you know, a bunch of pigs on the bay or just what is that? You know, in a little kid's mind, you know, it's just very, very strange. So Cuba was always like this place that just seemed almost magical in a way. It was magical once we got there. It was beautiful. I had no idea that the architecture was going to be so amazing. Um, the French architecture there, you know, I'm sure in the heyday it was absolutely gorgeous and unfortunately has not been maintained since the late 60s and it's mm. really crumbling. But it was just beautiful to be there and to see everything. You're right about that. And the architecture, I mean, if you are someone who's interested in architecture or an architect, you would just be amazed to see those buildings. I mean, you're right. Think about the heyday, Dr. Bill, and what that place must have been like. I mean, it was a hangout for dignitaries and celebrities. They love going to Cuba. Yeah, it's a place to have stogies, rum, and women walking around with fruit and headdresses. <laughs> but a lot of that, you know, the stogies are still there. The rum is good as ever. And again, uh, you know, the atmosphere and the bones of the place are there, and uh, I think um, as more and more tourism grows, um, the number one industry, um, at least for economics, used to be sugar and then um, petroleum, but now tourism is will become the number one industry if it's not the number one industry now. So a lot of resources are going to put in there, and it will um, just get better over time. Oh, absolutely. Tourism has become the number one industry there. I mean, just in 2016, I mean, already they've seen somewhere around 10 million people who've gone. Now, that doesn't only just include U.S. citizens. That does include Canadians who have always found always found Cuba to be, you know, their great spot to go for vacation and relaxation. So, Ilmay, tell me now, what were some highlights? What, some of the places that we went, what were some of your highlights? <laughs> there were so many highlights. It's, it's hard to choose. You did such an amazing job with planning the trip, Anita. Um, I guess first, the first highlight was uh, going to the National Hotel and being greeted with the beautiful architecture and, of course, a mojito um, <laughs> and looking at all the history there. The other highlights, oh my gosh, they were all so good. Um, well, I know you were really looking forward to Ernest Hemingway's home. Yes, Ernest Hemingway's home was fantastic. I've always been a fan of Ernest Hemingway, and uh, to see the place that I had read about in his books was amazing as well. And also the DuPont House was such a great last highlight of the trip. Um, a beautiful setting and beautiful atmosphere and great friends to celebrate it with. And at the DuPont House, you know, we had that really, really great lunch. And I know we're going to talk a little bit later about food, but that lunch and just the scenery and the atmosphere and everything at the DuPont House was really fantastic. And they called that their beach house. Yeah, I, I would like to be a guest there in one of those rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too, me too. One looking at the ocean, by the way, as well. Now, you mentioned Ernest Hemingway. You know, at that house that's there in Cuba that is sitting on a beautiful location where it overlooks the city and you can see a bit of the ocean, he actually wrote two of his books there. He wrote Where the Bells uh, Toll and The Old Man and the Sea. Yes, so he actually wrote two of his books there. So it's a fantastic place. You definitely want to make sure that you put that on, on your list of things to do. Now, Dr. Bill, what about you? Did you have a highlight or two that really kind of jumped out at you as part of the trip? I like the Rum Museum. That was really neat. And again, the, the food. I like the food tours, going to the various restaurants. And M.A. was very instrumental in going to La Floridita, which was the place where Hemingway introduced the daiquiri to the, you know, to the world. And the daiquiris were great there. I mean, the, the lemon, uh, lime, that lemon lime daiquiri they had was great. Well, um, I, I never had a lemon daiquiri before. It was fantastic. 
was really, really good. But now there was another place, too, that you wanted to go to, Yame, that was one of Ernest Hemingway's favorite places, too, for his mojitos. Yes, uh, it was called the Bogadita, and um, we trekked through Havana and found <laughs> it and uh, was able to get a great little table upstairs and had a fantastic lunch, uh, one of the best lunches that we had had, I think. For me, it was definitely probably the best in terms of the food. We had, uh, I think a couple of us had fried fish. Bill, you had that fried pork, those chunks of pork that was really, really good. Black beans and rice were with most meals, but their black beans and rice were really, really good. And, of course, the mojitos were great there, too. So I can see why that was his mojito spot. It was really good. Yeah. And the music. Music was excellent, and again, that's the place that introduced the mojito to the world, and it was good to see that. And of course, you had pictures of Ernest Hemingway on the wall with the history and a lot of paintings of Ernest Hemingway there. And it was neat. They had like almost like a spinning, almost a spiral-type staircase that wind around the walls going up to the upstairs area. And then the streets were very festive. You could could look out the windows and see the people walking and mulling down the streets. So for a place that was very touristy at the same time, it was very local, and that was kind of neat. That's a really great way, I think, to describe Cuba, too, because it still does maintain, at least right now, a lot of what feels like the old Cuba, and you do you see tourists everywhere. Now, we need to stop and take a break right now, but when we come back, we're going to talk some more about those fantastic things that we did, things that we saw, and, of course, that great food, because if we have Doc Bill here, you know he's going to want to talk about food. So when we come back, we'll talk about something called Paladars, which are great restaurants. So we'll be back in a few minutes, so enough judges news. Talk AM 550 and FM 102.9 WDUN. 